0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNradio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: 720 WGN. Thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. Coming up after four, we'll talk about Rhino getting a statue Outside of Wrigley Field, I thought this was the greatest thing to come out of the Cubs convention over the weekend. Hey, Tom Skilling joins us now. It's brought to you by Permaseal Basement Systems. Tom, are you a Cubs fan or a Sox fan, or do you split it right down the middle?
0: Oh, I, I love them both. Uh, you know, I had a father who was a diehard White Sox fan, and yet he loved the Cubs as well, so... I kind of come out of that tradition here in, in the family. Obviously, working for WGN and our close affiliation with the Cubs all these years, although we had the White Sox games as well. Uh, we did for many years. Um, and I have uh, an affinity for both. How's that for playing the politician?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Tom? I knew you were going to say that because you are so good at making sure that you stay out of the fray and the craziness that surrounds sports. It's so good to talk to you. What is going on here? It seems so unseasonably warm.
0: It is amazing. Do You know, uh, my colleague Mark Carroll just combed through the records and uh, confirmed the fact this is the fourth warmest open to a January in the last 152 years, and so it's pretty amazing. Also, we have a heck of a snow drought going on. We've had all of 4.7 inches of snow, and remarkably, here we are in the coldest month of the year. There's not been a single day this month of January, which has a history of producing some of the city's biggest snowstorms on record. We've not had a single day this year that's had any measurable snow on the ground in the month of January, and only five days For the entire season so far, in which we've had a little bit of snow on the ground and it quickly melted in most of those cases, except for that cold streak around Christmas, that makes this the, it ties for the second least snowy seasonal snow total by this date, January 17th, on the books around here. So um, if you've been thinking that this has been an unusual cold season, it certainly has, no question about it.
1: Yeah, it just seems crazy. In fact, yesterday, you know, when we thought we were going to get that big snow around Christmas, my husband went and got his John Deere tractor, tractor, put a blade on it. We were, uh, he brought the snowmobile to the house. We were all ready to go. He bought a snowblower and all of that sitting in the garage, except yesterday he took the tractor home. Well, to the farm, I say home. He took, put it back in its, in its shed where it belongs. But I said, the minute you do that, we're going to get a big snowfall, but there is no snow in sight.
0: Well, I'll tell you, it's not in the short range. There are some interesting systems. Uh, one could uh, skirt the area on Sunday, and there are a couple of interesting ones next week, which will dovetail with a end-of-the-month cool-down that we're expecting. There's a pattern change that's going to take place. You know, today, Lisa, is the 21st consecutive day of above-normal temperatures. We're running an incredible 10 degrees and more above-normal for the month and more than uh, 14 degrees warmer than the same period of uh, January uh, last year. I mean, those are, those are eye-popping numbers uh, to be that much out of whack with what's normal. And by the way, this is all kind of tied into that atmospheric river storms, that parade that's been going into California and finally is coming to an end. Uh, those folks out there are reeling. Uh, they needed the water. They got too much of it too fast, and they don't have the uh, reservoir infrastructure to catch a lot of it. So they have these mudslides and floods, and yet uh, while it's boosted reservoir uh, levels and put an incredible snowpack, which is a moisture reserve up in the mountains there, they're still not out of the drought situation. You know, if this year works out as past ones have, it'll warm up again. It'll go into record warmth over the summer, and Uh, They'll lose that snowpack fast and uh, find themselves not out of the woods in the moisture uh, shortage situation out there. But they've sure had a a run of it. And those storms have brought warm air of maritime origin, oceanic origin, across the country. And they're holding this bitterly cold air that we got a taste of for a week and a half or so back in December at Bay, uh, way up in Canada.
1: It's just crazy. I'll tell you what, Tom. I saw trees budding and mini crocus trying to pop up out of the ground, and it's January.
0: I know. And and somebody sent me pictures of mushrooms, uh, you know, fungi out there uh, blossoming in this uh, weather. So go figure. You know, the normal high this time of year is 31. The normal low is 18. Compare that to what we've been seeing. We'll have a low tonight that's a little colder than last night down around freezing, but the normal low is 18 degrees. We're not even close to that, and uh, the daytime high of 31. We even with slightly cooler temperatures today, and in the days ahead, we're still way above normal with that. So it's been uh, quite interesting. No question about it.
1: Tom Skilling is with us from WGN-TV, Chicago's beloved weatherman and meteorologist. We'll continue our conversation next, and and we'll talk about those 80 below temps. Where in the world that is happening, and I'm glad it's not happening here. But first, Mary's got to check on traffic and uh, our current temp. 720 WGN. Tom Skilling says he's a White Sox fan and a Cubs fan. Which most people will say you cannot be both, but you can because because <laughs> look, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm a diehard Cubs fan. But when they're out, uh, then you know I'm I'm going to cheer on the Sox if they make it further than the Cubs because I love this city. But uh, we're going to talk about Ryan Sandberg getting a statue outside of Wrigley. That's really cool, yeah. don't you think?
0: That really is. That really is. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, we we're, we're doing a 75th uh, anniversary set of pieces for WGN-TV. And I was recalling how Harry Carey would get mad at me whenever we predicted snow on opening day for the Cubs. (laughs) Uh, That was a no-no. And I remember he said, uh, you know, he says, you weather people are no better than a bunch of New York stockbrokers uh, when we forecast snow on opening day. Now now it would happen. But Harry didn't like that. And uh, so he used to kid me about that. But uh, I'll tell you, what an amazing he came up to me one time, and he says, you know, he says, I don't know what, you, how you do the weather the way you do, but I like it. And uh, so <laughs> I figured, oh, I guess I've been forgiven for forecasting snow on opening days for the Cubs on occasion. So That
1: is funny, Tom. <laughs> so Harry Carey would get on you for forecasting snow. That's long before Twitter and social media. Otherwise, he would have been blasted, yeah. and everybody would have been jumping on the wagon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, on top of that, you know, he called us uh, no better than a New York stockbroker, so I, <laughs> I gather that's kind of a, a derogatory comment, you know? So <laughs> Absolutely. So uh- New York stockbrokers, but at any rate, Harry was fun, wasn't
1: he? Oh, my gosh, such a character. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I've been at a home opener where flurries have been flying.
0: Oh, no, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. You know, years ago, we were doing a White Sox Weather Day down at uh, uh, then Comiskey Park, and Jerry Reinsdorf came up to me and he said, you know, he says, uh, what's this deal about us having these cold opening days around here, whereas up in Minnesota they seem to have warmer days? He said, is it the, the lake? And yeah, it you know, that is a part of it. There's no question about it. But uh, not every year is cold. We've had some beautiful opening days around here for both the Sox and the Cubs.
1: Tom, I forget just how famous you are because all those people that seem out of touch to us that we can't ever have a conversation with are calling you up and bumping into you and yelling at you uh, about your forecasts.
0: <laughs> Lisa, I'll tell you, nobody is more amazed at that than I am. I, You know, you, you sit in this little windowless office all day getting our stuff ready or we talk to each other on the radio but, you know, I, I, it's amazing that what we're talking about goes out to all kinds of folks. And I don't think even we realize that until, you know, somebody comes up to us and says, hey, we were listening to what you were doing. So it's, it's kind of fun, isn't it?
1: Oh, It's, it's just crazy. It's mind boggling to me. So it was <laughs> 80 below zero in Russia. Was that Siberia?
0: Siberia. Isn't that something? They broke a record up there. Now, look, Siberia is known to be cold. But even by their standards, that's pretty cold. And what's remarkable is that's happening on a warming planet. A lot of people find that counterintuitive, uh, but the fact is you can have a warming planet and still have pockets of cold, and that's what happened Sunday when they went down to 80 below zero. And what's interesting is only two years ago during the summer, they went up to over 100 degrees. They're up by the Arctic Circle there. Um, and so it, it kind of shows you these at wild extremes, I mean, look what's going on over Europe this year. They've had no snow. They've been very warm, which is really a blessing given the energy situation there with this Ukrainian uh, debacle going on, Um, you know, with the the Russians having invaded Ukraine. Um, We were worried about energy supplies, and so having had a warm winter there has been a blessing. But, yeah, they went down to 80 below zero, and I saw an article that, mention the fact that that equals the average temperature on the surface of Mars, uh, which is is kind of interesting, isn't it?
1: It is. And, and let's talk about the history of snow droughts in Chicago and big snowfalls. I saw in your notes something about the, uh, uh, the elections and how that affected yeah. the elections. Well, tell me about that.
0: Well, I, I think probably the most famous example, I'll tell you, Chicago mayors and politicians... Do not take snow removal in our city lightly. And that was proved in the winter of 78, 79, which is our snowiest on record. We had almost 90 inches of snow. That was also the season with the Jane Byrne-Michael Blandick blizzard. You know, Michael Blandick, the machine uh, mayoral candidate, and he was on, as all of us were fighting, we <laughs> get down the side roads. There was so much snow, uh, saying everything's going just fine, and people knew it wasn't. So that was when Jane Byrne was running against him for mayor, and by George, uh, many people will tell you that that snowy winter and the city's uh, uh, failure to deal with that, uh, you know, the way it should have been, um, and I don't know how you deal with that quantity of snow. There's no easy way to do that. Uh, The elements were stacked against our snow rovers because the streets and sand folks do an outstanding job most of the time, but Jane Byrne was swept into office uh, in the midst of that uh, snowy, snowy winter. And so let's, it shows that weather can have an impact.
1: It does. And let's um, go over those snow drought stats again, because they're just yeah. mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, we've had 4.7 inches of snow only five days this season, where there's been snow on the ground for even part of the day. Um, and the normal is not 4.7 it's about it's more than three times that amount, about fourteen point six by now. So this ties for the least snowy winter to date uh, since uh, the second least snowy winter to date uh, since nineteen forty four. There's only one other year with as little snow by this time of the year. So that's that's pretty amazing stuff. Seventy nine years, and uh, we tie as the second least snowy winter in that seventy nine year period going back to World War Two.
1: And is that going to set us up for a drought this summer?
0: Well, you know what? Um, we've had some very wet years, but there's no question. We've had a real shortage of moisture uh, through the summer. I I think we did a stat six of the last seven months have been subpar in precipitation. And, you know, that does, uh, you know, create some issues. Now, we'll see. We've got a lot of the cold season and winter and spring to go. So that can, you know, that could turn around a great deal. But you know, moisture supplies will be watched uh, very carefully. And a lack of snow is is part of the precipitation scene around here. So we'll see how we uh, end up with this.
1: And, Tom, what do you think is going to happen in the next couple days? What can we
0: look forward to? Lots of clouds, Lisa. We've got sprinkles today, cloudy tomorrow. A second storm, this is the one that hit California yesterday, comes in here with rain. And it will snow up through parts of Wisconsin, back into Iowa and the Plain States. But um, it looks like there might be a mix, a wintry mix up on the Wisconsin line uh, somewhere in there uh, later uh, tomorrow night and into Thursday. But for Chicago, it looks like mainly rain, although we may get some snowflakes mixed in Thursday night and Friday. By that time, most of the storm's precipitation's heavier stuff will be out of here. So a lot of clouds more of the same, Lee, saying we'll have temperatures falling back to the 30s over the next couple of days.
1: Tom, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for jumping on the show
0: today. It is always a pleasure to talk to you, Lisa. You take care and happy Tuesday.
1: Thank you. Tom Skilling from WGN-TV on the Lisa Dent Show. Steve has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.
0: WGN.